My pen hit the pages and a fire was lit. From that point on, I created. To say what, it had no name. What was meant for my eyes was a release for my soul. And although others took a sneak peek, telling me I had a gift, I didn't entertain it. Until I realized, I am that girl who's lost in the world. I am that boy who has no idea how to be a man. I am that pregnant teen whose future looks bleak. I am that hustler caught up in the game. I am a lover whose heart was torn. I am a person trying to even a score that no one is even keeping count of. I am that meaningless sex because that's what comfort is. I am that situation. I am past, present, and future. I am time. So look at my life I celebrate it like Brady from the Patriots Life been hard, so please God come play for us A wide receiver, Jesus be the quarterback Heaven be the stadium, and Lord, where my daughter at? See, I ain't seen it since the accident But I've been strong because I know what spirit happens sent But it's hard for me to love again Hard for me to trust, so these words be my medicine I swear these verses come fresh out of heaven See the angels on the side of my melody Blessings, what you're hearing right now. Yo, it's wild how it come out. I bow to the stars above, even when sun out. And from a child, every day make history. Celebrate life, 51st day, you and me, we times. This is just another page from V Corner and Life. When I get stressed, I pick up a pen, then I write. Thoughts from my mind get frozen in time. Never lost. Understand is my words can move the planet where these bitch ass daddies run around and the caddies and their kids all screaming out. A world full of pain. Their mama been holding them down through the thick and thin, but they need love too. Love her so clear. And the pain on the paper, the poetry, the therapy, the words is a savior. Get love from the melody. Look at her watch, no hands on the face. She in a good place. The clock is timeless. Celebrate life, no regret. No fears, gotta do what you gotta do The heartache and tears, and you can't be scared Gotta live your life, though Walk with a free mind, and destiny is in your pencil
gonna promise tomorrow to celebrate your life today like a timeless clock. When I promise tomorrow to celebrate your life today like a timeless clock. Live your life like like a timeless clock. Live your life like a timeless clock. beauty embracing the power of self-love in conjunction with 50 shades of success while 50 shades of success works on the inside let kisha beauty work on the outside adding a little sparkle pop and shine with kisha lips pamper your skin with kisha body and let's not forget accessories with kisha girl find us on instagram hey untamables it's kiana danae poet and author just wanted to stop by and ask, have any of you read any of my poetry lately? If not, you can pick up my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere else you get your books, and of course my website at kianadanae.wordpress.com. Now back to the show. You are now tuned in to Diamonds After Dark. 18 and older only, please. And please be advised that some subjects are controversial and explicit language is used. Enjoy the show. Hello, listeners of Diamonds After Dark. Um, this week's show was pre-recorded, but I had to come on to just announce our heartfelt condolences and prayers for the family of Cicely Tyson. She passed away today, this afternoon, Thursday, January the 28th. And I just could not allow the show to air without offering our sincerest condolences. So from myself, Untamed, my co-host, Timeless V., in the Diamonds After Dark show, we want to just say rest well, Queen Cicely Tyson. Thank you for everything that you have given to us and for the level of black excellence that you imparted upon us. Our prayers for your family and your friends. Rest well. Hello, hello, and welcome to Diamonds After Dark, brown liquor talks that are real, raw, and purely untamed. I am your host, Untamed, and I am joined by my co-host today, Ms. Timeless V. How are you doing this evening? I am awesome. Really looking forward to tonight's dis- discussion. Oof, tongue tied. You know what? We're going to blame it on the liquor and keep rolling, but I am really looking forward to this. I'm excited. Exactly. Yes, we don't have to blame it on uh, the liquor tonight. Cause if they knew the outtakes and the bloopers, boy, man, they're gonna be like, "Oh, y'all might need to lay off the brand and the liquor." <laughs> Just a little bit, turning it clear. <laughs> it's turning it clear. So, but man, today, you know, our topic is going to be about you know none other than our inauguration that we had. 
um, for the new president, President Joe Biden, and Vice Pre- Madam Vice President mm. Kamala Harris. So, uh, if you're in America, probably all over the world, I know majority of us, you know, I, I say 70 million of us didn't, but the rest of us in the, in the world, we was um, all happy on Inauguration Day when um, we got to see a new administration have a new day and a new dawn come in. So, the one day I might start with me, but today I'm going to start with you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is turning into, could have sworn I heard that last week, but all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what were your thoughts overall just about the inauguration? Um, overall. Okay, so overall, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't watch it minute for minute. Could So, but overall, it was, I mean, again, it was just, what's the best way to put it? I want to say it was a dawn of a new era, but it it really wasn't. I mean, it was a beautiful thing to see. It was no different than watching Macy's Parade or Thanksgiving, things like that nature. Um, Overall, it was a chance at something new a chance at something new. Understand what I'm saying? A chance. Not necessarily saying that it would be, but I I, I just overall watching it, it was beautiful, of course. It was breathtaking to take in a lot of things. Um, And again, it was was that glimmer of hope. I think that a lot of us get each time something like this happens, minus the Trump administration, but that it's just like, okay, this time, this time they'll get it right this time will be it and then I think we all just get so caught up in the glitz and glamour of everything but hmm, that's just me overall great good to see you <laughs> this is great good to see mm-hmm. well overall for me um, I was excited about it I'm gonna be honest and this is just I have a reason for this. <sighs> I probably was more excited about this inauguration than anyone I have ever seen. Even President Obama, mm. you know. And I was probably more excited about this one. And I think it had more to do with the good riddance of Trump and mm. the fact that <laughs> we now have our first female, first black female and or in first South Asian female as Madam Vice President. And it's the first time that a woman has achieved this height of a political honor. Um, So, you know, equally, you know, I, I felt like it's the first time, not by race of seeing someone like me, but by being a female, you know, first time seeing someone like me, you know, we all share that, you know, whether or not you're black, white, Hispanic, purple, blue, green, you share the fact that for the first time in office, you have someone who looks like you, that's a woman who can take in consideration things from a female's perspective and how it affects a woman. Hmm. And so... That right there, you know, those two reasons for me had me acting like I was um, 
at Super Bowl. Like, I don't know what, you know, February 7th coming up, but I already had my Super Bowl the other day. <laughs> I, I bet you screaming. did. I was screaming and acting a fool. Like, my team was on the one-yard line getting ready to win the game. Um, so, And yet, yeah. they've been wearing this. You know what? Oh. What we not going to You're right. We're not going to turn that into that. Go ahead. Sorry. We not going to. That's what we not going to do. Because, wait a minute. For the first time ever, I could be gloating because your team was right with my team. I mean, but who was there first? It don't matter. Keeping that warm. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We was there together because y'all didn't go to the playoffs. I mean, that's true, but that's not the point. <laughs> Still there first. Back to the inauguration. No, it was. Nope. No, it was. Got that at the same time. Got, got back the to the time. inauguration. But back to, look, <sighs> y'all, we probably going to end up having a whole football discussion one day, but this ain't gonna be today. Where it going? <laughs> now that is that's gonna be hilarious. Oh yes, goodness. But you know, overall, that's just how I felt in the moment and um, about the whole entire day. Because I know, not for nothing, people are up and down about Joe Biden. Um, as mm-hmm. far as whether or not he's the answer. Um, and whether or not he's going to make a difference. What I, what I will say this is this. Nah, I'm not a hundred percent sold on Joe yet. You know, I, I, I have my, my questions for him, but that's just because, um, you know, we want, we have so much that's affecting us mm-hmm. that we want to make sure that he does what he said he's going to do and implement it. Um, just basically keep our foot on his neck, you know, basically. Um, so the jury is still out on it. But, you know, I will say this. I have 100% more faith in him than I did in the, the exiting resident of the White House. So I will say if there's anything I can give him is that I do give him a leg up to say that I feel that he is 100% better than what just left. I'm sorry. You Mm -hmm. know, now, I'm not that all things aside from what he will do in in his position now that he has it. I just, I almost feel like I want to say you know, comparing the two, it can't be no worse. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, not unless uh, it was he was back in the office again then it would be a lot worse in my opinion but definitely um i i just you know that's my stance on that so i will leave the jury out on whether or not you know joe is the answer to our problems but um i just feel like he'll do a better job and at least with anything that he'll have some kind of human decency and compassion in doing so um and you know not to cut you off, but I, I definitely agree with you that, you know, keeping pressure would be absolutely amazing. But would it be, and definitely better than what's left. But isn't it crazy that there are two ways to really, you really want to get somewhere ahead in life. And we've seen this throughout history, that there's two major things that you play on. You play on hate and you play on fear. Do you think it's quite possible that Biden won more so because of people's fear of what Trump could possibly do with anything that he's 
past what he's done. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if he's already done this, if he's capable of just this portion of things, what the hell could this man do aside from there no longer being in the United States in the next four years? Yeah, I, I, I absolutely believe. Now, I do believe that... Um, based off of I'm one now I would say for me let me let me make this footnote I'm one that actually follows politics I you know take the time out to research his plan and the things that he spoke about I know a lot of people don't do that Mm -hmm. but I am one who does that because I am more cognizant than ever of who's going to get my vote. Like I wasn't even when they were doing, you know, primaries to try to narrow down who was going to be the Democratic nominee. Um, I won't lie. You know, I was not sold on him. I actually leaned more towards Bernie or Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. I really did. Um, those were my top two. Um, so because at the time I wasn't to be honest, I wasn't even sold on Kamala Harris. And that's because I really didn't research much about her until after she bowed out of the race. And um, then once I did, I was like, dang, I kind of wish she would have stayed there now. You know? But um, what have you, she still ended up being a part of this presidential package that we have now. So, um, I, I, you know, I feel confident in that part. But it's just that I think a lot of people did, you know, vote for him who don't follow politics and didn't research what he said because they were more afraid of what having another four years of Trump mm-hmm. would look like versus just letting Bernie come in and do his thing. And I think the leg up that Bernie had is because he had been a senator and he had he was vice president at one time. And so the country kind of I'm sorry, you kept saying Bernie, of- y'all she means by Oh, Biden, Lord, let me tell you something, burning on my mind, um, especially with this meme, so y'all gotta forgive me, Uh, Biden, Biden was a senator, and uh, he was vice president, we're looking through history like, huh, I don't want to be rude or nothing, because I know she's older than me, but pretty damn sure I knew, (laughs) that that wasn't a damn, that wasn't a history, (laughs) Bernie, if you listen to this, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, look, I'm about to manifest this in your life one day, I guess. When? Because at this point, <laughs> like, his know. next life? Because, baby, <laughs> <laughs> I, promise, I don't think, I don't, I don't think, and I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, listeners. I don't wish, y'all know I don't wish death on nobody, y'all know that. But... <laughs> If this man is able to run for president, <laughs> it's gonna be a weekend at Bernie's because <laughs> man's only gonna play when the music goes because that's the only way I can see him moving after that. Because there's that man's on not only his last leg but his last care. It's like I really do. After that meme, there is no way he's not on his last care. At this point, I'm just here <laughs> so I don't get fired. Like the fuck <laughs> everything about that said don't ask me to wave don't ask me to stand up don't ask me for no money don't even talk to me you can just say I was here that's it that's the only reason why I, just some people can say I was here 
Because y'all ain't finna catch me slipping talking about some Bernie's upset and mad and shady because he didn't show up. I'm right here. I might not talk to you, but I'm right here. Me and my kid swear. And he was he was styling and prank styling. Y'all better leave Uncle Bernie alone. Let me tell you so. Bernie has been giving me life with the mittens and the and that cross leg. Baby. He got on. With no shame. He was somebody's no. grown daddy right there. Let me tell you, and but I will say this. I gotta say, I am so happy that he took it all in stride. And he was able to laugh it up and then turn that into something that many people fail to do. He capitalized on it. He put that meme on a sweatshirt, put it on a website, sold it for $45 and sold out and donated all that money to Meals on Wheels. I, I applaud you, Bernie, for that now. You did your thing. But, you know, he's always been an advocate, a fighter for human rights and human decency and equality. So... I, I would expect nothing less from him, but you know, I had to uh, say that. See, I told y'all, Bernie been on my mind, so excuse me, Biden. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave y'all the position of Bernie. Just him. all the way. <laughs> all the way gave it to him, but you know, but I do feel that um, America had a, felt like they had a safety net in Biden because he's been there before and they feel like he knows what to do to try to get this thing turned around. So I do feel like some of it was just fear because majority of people just had zero faith or trust in Trump at all. Um, no, he didn't know what he was doing. No, he didn't. And then didn't care. And that was the thing that I think resonated with most people that they just felt he just didn't give us two dams about what was going on in this country if it did not impact him. I mean, would you so, I mean, you out of that uh, probation period at your job and you gained that that uh, what's it called? I don't know. But I, know I swear about. it's a T and it's in my it's <laughs> right down to my tongue. But anyway, once you gain that, it's like you can't fire me. I don't care. Like I can do whatever. Tenure. That's what I was looking for. Tenure. <laughs> I, look, it hit me at the same time. I was like, tenure. But it's just like once you gain that, who would not show their ass? I mean, I get it. I get that if I walk into my my employer's building and I draw on the wall, that might get me fired. That might, man, it might be because it's a state building, but that might get me fired. But I do know that if I go through these hallways and probably cuss somebody, that ain't gonna get me fired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the cussing. I'm gonna go cuss because I got tenure. What y'all gonna yeah, do but talk to me? Tell you something. I shouldn't have done that. This man, this man, um. <laughs> Sat up here and incited a riot and turned his back on the vice president and still didn't get fired. And he only had I swear, my job is cold. I'm like, when I tell you I have so much confidence in my, well, I probably shouldn't because <laughs> the way the world is set up, I will get fired on my day off. But <laughs> I will say though, it's just one of those mm -hmm. things that even with him, they're still, you know, kind of trying to do this whole impeach thing. And I know a lot of people don't understand. Like he's out of office. What's the what's the purpose? It was only a week left. What was the purpose of impeaching him with only this time left? Like, what are y'all doing this for? Y'all gotta understand. The whole purpose so is that he don't run again. 
that's it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't run again. Although I don't think he would have. I think that I think he's done what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. Donald Trump has definitely shown that he is I'm going to try this but I don't do it twice. He's He's definitely shown that. But you know overall I'll say this I was one of those people and I still kind of am because politics is one of those like I don't do politic talk because first of all I'm going to get pissed off anyway because I'm not mature like that (laughs) I'm not just not mature but once I actually get invested it's one of those things like what are we doing this for y'all know I'm going to play devil's advocate it was one of those it wasn't until Obama that I actually started paying attention and started looking. Before that, I was not paying attention. But the reason why I started paying attention and the reason why it really caught my attention then and even more so through the years locally, not even talking on a presidential level, but like locally, I started looking at stuff because I'm like, but why am I voting for you? I knew you in high school. How do you have a committee chick? Like, what? But then I realized that a lot of people were basing it on color. Oh, it was nice to have somebody on the school board of color. Oh, it's nice to have somebody on the city council of color. (sighs) Look, when it came down to Obama, a lot of people voted for the sole purpose of the fact that he was black. Now you have people that are voting for Biden because and I actually saw this because he had, you know, and I'm trying to quote it right now. I wish I'd really wrote it down, but somebody said they voted for Biden because I know he's been to the cookout before. And I'm sitting there like, you sound stupid. <laughs> you sound dumb as hell. Do you not know what he stands for? What if he, you know, you have, if you really go digging, and I mean, nitty gritty, like really picking through with a fine tooth coal, you have somebody like Kamala that if you really go digging, it's like mm, a lot of people were not for her based on the fact that she really did build uh, a nice career off of putting African Americans in jail. Now, is it is it like if you want to get muddy with it, I'm not going to y'all go do that have fun pound pound just covering the basis of it and it's one of those things could you really blame her because the easiest person to put away was the black man not being funny just just really what it is and so a lot of African Americans are not for her and I had to go down that rabbit hole because I'm like what is everybody's problem I gotta go look like what's what's the what's the what's the deal but you really want to get something in real quick. Um, you really want to get something in? Be a Soro and got a business going. You in there. You ain't got to worry about it. You in there. You really want to get something in? Have you like she had all of the requirements. And I know we were talking about Biden, but I'm going to go to Kamala. She had all the requirements of being black, being Asian, being a woman, and being a Soro those four things and it was only thing that you heard I did not know and I don't care who says it I don't listeners look 
Y'all know I'm ignorant. I didn't know she had a white husband. Now, hear me <laughs> out. And it's like, listen, why you gotta say, why you gotta turn around? It's gotta be about a black or white. Hey, fine. Because I didn't know. I was like, who is this man standing beside her? Is he Italian? Gotta be Italian, right? He's not. No, he's just white. No. He's just white. No, he, he's Jewish. Don't quote me. I want to say he's Jewish. Don't. I think he's Jewish. If but he's Jewish. Now, y'all hear me out because I know I like playing devil's advocate and pissing somebody off. At the end of the day, a lot of people are going to look at it. Not me because I really don't care who you fucking. But a lot of people going to look at it as, but he's still not black. All right. And the reason why I'm saying that, hear me out. The reason why I'm saying that is because, again, you have both sides of a coin that people are going to pick it apart regardless. Me, personally, I'll wait to really cast my judgment on them, not because she's a woman, because this isn't the first time and it won't be the only time that we've had women in position of power to change things. Let's look at Hillary Clinton, who ran her campaign on us of black people being predators. Okay. They started that whole movement, a whole movement. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to drink no more, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but they started that whole movement of African-Americans being predators. You know, and it wasn't just coming from Bill Clinton. No, that was Hillary. So whatever. And then you have a thing of, you had even, and again, I'm not talking, making it a race thing, but I need for people to understand the bigger picture of things. It's like, oh, we got a woman in prison. Why does it matter if she's black, whatever? Why does it matter her nationality? Y'all should just be proud that it's a woman. Because we've had women of, we have Caucasian women, just being honest with you, in power and fighting for their rights. Even when African-American women rights still were not a thing and they didn't recognize us to be a thing to even be a person so that's the victory with this but we can't sit there and act like we just gonna go and support everything because then we're gonna look like the trump supporters and understand when i say that not based on hate but understand what i'm saying is if we follow somebody blindly which we've seen done in the last four years and fall for every little thing without action and we've watched people throw stones and hide their hand we got to understand at this point we have the power to hold people accountable for those things and not fall into the same position of following the leader blindly we're too loud for that yeah and I want to um I do want to add like um a few points to that um this is where, and, and this is, I have another podcast called Socially Conscious Corner. So we have to kind of go in deep and really research. We had to because we were talking about the candidates and stuff about them. And one thing that really, I really want us to understand as a people, um, when it came to Kamala, a lot of people on the right side, they put out her record and peppered it mm-hmm. with a lot of lies mm-hmm. around it. Um, so 
we have to understand uh, for one thing, first things first, people want to shout out, you know, oh, she locked up all these black people. She was the DA. She was the district attorney. Mm-hmm. Yep. She had to do her job. Um, people, people think, you know, I will say this, black people sometimes forget that just because a person is black, that they mean that when they get in these positions that we say that we need people in, we say we need more black officers. We say we need more black judges. We say we need more district attorneys and, and, uh, attorney generals as people of color. Then we get, they get in positions and we expect them to not do their job. If you out there doing the crime and you happen to be black. You gonna happen to do the time. Like that's not gonna change because your district attorney is black. And you know what I'm saying? But uh, this is the thing where I said it was peppered with lies. They tried to say that she was the district attorney who um, was over the Oscar Grant case. That was a lie. She was not. Um, they tried to pin. Uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, they tried they tried to lie and say she was a DA over Oscar Grant's case, which she was not. It was a total lie. Um they tried to say, you know, her record. Now they did try to pin her record on her, but what people don't understand is just like with the president or any type of high power position, you inherit um some of the issues from the, your predecessor so some of those numbers that was awarded to her was numbers she came into the seat having it wasn't her and her conviction rate it was the white predecessor before her um that was another thing that was peppered with lies because they weren't honest about what her conviction rate was and the last thing that people did not know and you literally had to go on her website and on the senatorial website to see it she because her because of her conviction rate was with so many young black men if you came to her as a first time offender for gang activity or drug use or drug or selling drugs then what she did instead of incarcerating you was she started this program for first time offenders to help <clears throat> that reprimanded them but rectify their situation. So if you are a first-time offender and you did not have a high school diploma, she put you in a program to get your GED and then a work training program so that you could get a job. If you had at least a high school diploma and a GED, she put you in a work study program so that you can come out of it, get trained for a trade and get a job to keep you off of the street. And that was a very extremely high successful rate for her to help her combat the conviction status. Because her thing was, even though I'm in this position, how can I still do my job, but also help my people? And so we have to remember that, especially for us, when we get into positions, we have to come in there with a stern hand we have to do twice as much and go twice as hard as our counterparts because we can't do what they can do and if we show any type of leniency or slack before we get in our tenure and our footing then it is always upheaval and trying to get us out of that position so she had to get her footing before she could implement a lot of these things but she did and so 
that's why I said after I researched her, she had already bowed out of the presidential race. And then I was like, dang, I kind of wish I had really researched her records more because I would have seen, you know, the things that she's done. She's done some other stuff, but those are just the part. That is just the, the ones that stood out the most to me because those are the ones that kept being spread around the news um, cycles and from far right supporters that, you know, oh, she ain't doing nothing but locking up black people and oh, you know, her conviction rate was this and she was the DA when um, doing the Oscar grant and just, you know, it was a lot of stuff that was peppered with lies and people just didn't take the time out to really research it or find out it whether or not it was true and they just kind of took it and ran. And so, you know, and even down <clears throat> with her husband, I'm the one I always feel like black love is powerful and strong and you know part of me do wish you know like hey she had a black man on her side during this time but you know I always cycle back and I always have to put it in perspective um because I look at some of our other great leaders who did great things for the African-American community who had white spouses and that goes even all the way back to Frederick Douglass his wife was white um but he was friends with Douglas, you know? So, <clears throat> I mean, on that part, I, I, that's a personal thing, but I feel like, you know, if, now, Frederick D- Douglas' wife was known for being a staunch supporter for the African-American plight, too. So, I do feel as though her husband, um, I think he recognizes the position he's in, at least I hope he does. Um, I'm pretty sure he does at this point. Because if he hadn't heard the stuff that was, you know, how people really felt about his wife, he sure heard it during this election cycle. So I hope he takes heed to that and grasps the importance of, you know, supporting her, not only as a woman and Madam Vice President, but as a minority woman of color. (laughs) And, um, you know, just adhering to that. But definitely, you know, my biggest thing, I'm like you, I don't want to get sucked up into I, the I, people. I to get like, sucked up into the person over the policy. I want to see now that, what, that I want to see, you know, as proud as I am of Kamala and as much as I'm rooting for Joe, I gotta see what they do. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, most I, definitely. They, they, you know, I will say ha- <laughs> Half of me voted for them because I damn sure wasn't gonna vote for Trump. But the other half voted for them because I do believe in him in them. But in order to get that other fifty percent of, of my loving, they gonna have to show me a hundred percent of these policies. I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna get overboard like these um Trump supporters and be like I, you know, is Joe or die everything. Come, come Yeah, everything die. they Right, no, I'm not. You know, there's there's too much faith in a person. My own, my only faith is gonna be in God, and then I'm gonna entrust God and pray over the leadership that He keep their mind right and let them do what is right for this country. So, yeah, I, that is that. But I want to talk about inauguration day, um, the actual day. Now, I, you know, I did, I did see it blow for blow, like. Girl, I'm telling you, y'all told you I was up there like I was at Super Bowl. So I saw it blow for blow. And um, 
I want to just hear from you, like, the points for you of the actual inauguration. What were some of the good points in it? Because it was such a oh, great day. Man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Honestly, just from seeing it, it, it was amazing. But the honest, the the best, the goodest. That is what I was about to say. The you goodest. sure was going to say the goodest. I'm going to I mean, roll with it. The goodest point for me. <laughs> the goodest point for me was definitely hearing Climb the Hill. And if anybody doesn't know or those out there, they have to understand. I am an absolute idiot for poetry. Oh, it's the hill. True. Said that completely. Okay, y'all. Yeah, you didn't say that wrong, but I will, I I'm gonna let you live. No, just correct it. I'm gonna let you live. No, don't, don't, don't let me live on that. <laughs> but, <laughs> Look, I was gonna partially let you live because I was like, wait a minute, I don't want to say it and then get it wrong myself. But go ahead. <laughs> no, you don't come back to me. Clearly, we know I've been struggling a little bit tonight. But I will say though, it was beautifully written. It was and it was the very essence of as a poet myself that if I was to pick one piece and say I want it to ring out, man, she captured she everything. But she did it so gracefully that it, it was one of those things that it, it still was a masterpiece. And it was one of those things that this girl is not new to the game. She's been around for years. Even before the inauguration, she was on Kelly Clarkson. She used to do poetry slams. And I didn't even realize, wow, this is a girl I've actually watched before. She has a piece on YouTube. Y'all know I'm, I'm clearly terrible at names, but I want to say it was either Root or Rooted. Um, that was my first time hearing her. And I didn't even realize I was sitting there looking or listening to the same individual. And it was one of those things that you can't tell me that your gift will not make room for a bigger thing. There's no, there is no cap to that. Do y'all hear me? Can y'all imagine? She was on Kelly Clarkson and she said, okay. I've made it. I'm good. Can you imagine putting a limit on your own talent? I feel like I'm talking to myself, honestly. Mm. The point being, though, is the point being, though, is there's never, ever a time when it's like your words can't really genuinely garner the masses. And it was just, oh my God. It was amazing. I could never talk enough about that. I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I could never talk enough about that. I could never be in awe enough. The music was great. I watched the virtual parade, the whole nine yards. I watched um, Rise Up. God, and I can't think of her name, but that's the song. <laughs> um, Audrey Day. Day, thank you. <laughs> I, I slid in there at the midnight hour. Yeah, I right. appreciate oh. it. sometimes late in the midnight hour. 
Jesus. Because, um, but, you know, I watched all of the music was awesome. I'm Lady Gaga. I never <laughs> seen, I know a lot of people had the memes and the jokes and everything. Talking about the Hunger Games listeners. Look, I got a secret. Don't kill me. Never watched it. Have no clue what their references are. I've never watched the Hunger Games. Never read the books. And I'm a big advocate of book reading. I had no clue. I was like, okay, she's got a big bird on her chest. Is it supposed to fly? Like, fuck it. Why is it? Big? Oh my gosh. But, okay, again, don't hope, like, don't, don't be rolling your eyes. Like, I can feel you. I can hear your eyes rolling. I've never watched it. I'm sorry. I didn't know that this would be a pivotal moment in history that somebody would reference it. Okay? <laughs> Just... <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was going on. Like talking uh, about games, like what happens in that? Do everybody get hungry? Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, ma'am. That's what no. I was thinking. So you know what, y'all, y'all can drag me on that. I'm okay with that because I was the only one that did. Well, I mean, they gonna drag me too because I ain't never seen the Hunger Games either. So, like, well, I don't feel bad at all. But it did make me want to go look. I have never seen it. I think the closest kind of. I've got to something in that realm was Maze Runner. And that's because I don't TNT, even know what that is. TNT or one of the FX TNT, one of them, what is it? TNT or FX, one of them showed that movie like a hundred thousand times. But, um. Yep, see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, you know, point being <laughs> though is what was, what about you though? What did you really, what was your pivotal moment for that? I'm sorry, I could go on and on about the piece, so you better cut yeah. it. So, so it, the piece is look, the piece is The Hill We Climb by Amanda Gorman. Yeah, I know. And, and, uh, <laughs> I corrected myself. I slide back in there. Shady ass. One ain't your You're the kind of person, hold on, I got a joke real quick. So this is the kind of person that after you didn't already, you know what I'm saying, came back to life, they want to shock your ass again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making sure. <laughs> I'm good. I got it. <laughs> I, I am good. I got it. Now, I am... I'm going to say a few points. I'm going to say Miss Amanda Gorman for last um, on my point list. But one of the things that I loved absolutely was the fact that um, Officer Eugene Goodman, who was the um, yes. the security guard or the Capitol Police guard who led the rioters away from the Senate, um, black man, that Kamala put him as the head of her personal security for Inauguration Day. I was like, you know what? That's the fact. Yeah. The fact that she gave him such an honor and elevated him. You, it, another thing you just talked about your your gift will make a room your talent you know his bravery and his courage made room for him it elevated him in such a way that he went to work that day thinking he was gonna be capital police didn't have no gun nothing on him but you know just basic whistle like it because nothing really pops off you're supposed to have top-notch security around the cap. that's what so, you thought that's what you thought you know and so he was literally, this man was afraid for his life. I mean, you got all of these, he a black man in a, in a, in a blue uniform 
I can't imagine. Only thing he was thinking of now, I know in the back of his mind, he's like, I want to get home to my family mm-hmm. today. But he still had enough foresight to be like, I I have to do something to protect everybody else that's in this building. So just that little bit elevated him into that position. And I'm so glad that Kamala took the opportunity to do that for him because he deserved it a hundred percent. He really did. And um, so that was a good moment for me um, with that. My next <laughs> moment, I promise you, even down to when they did the Pledge of Allegiance and they had the fire captain and she came up and she did it. And I was like, black lady, come on with the sound language and you and read the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Yes! Uh, I, you know, it just, I was like, man, they were on it. They were hitting it on all cylinders. Um, Are we going to talk about J-Lo? Are we going to talk about J-Lo? Now, I'm going to say this. I don't care if J-Lo lip synced or whatever she did. She stayed in her lane if she did. Um, and she did what she had to do. But I do love the fact that she took a break in that and spoke in Spanish. Because to me, that was her way of saying, we are just as much a part of this United States as anybody else is. You know, the Hispanic community has become a large portion of the U.S. And it didn't just start, but it has grown massively. And I do appreciate that part of what she did because it spoke to the diversity of this country. And that's what people need to see. Because much of this uprising that has happened was because the people who feel like they are in control and for many, many years, hundreds of years were, um, and in many aspects still are, um, they feel like the view of what America, the scope of what America is and who America is, the base of it, is people that look like them and act like them. And that's just not true. And we see it in all the ways that this election happened to Georgia flipping blue and then not just flipping blue for the presidency, but flipping blue for our state seats with senators. Um, We have our first Jewish, you know, senator. We have our first black senator. And to speak to that, to say it's 2021 and we just now got those as first here in Georgia. And on top of that, we had a president who was black first before we even got a senator who was black in Georgia. So, you know, that scope of her speaking in Spanish just spoke to the diversity of this country and how the scope of America is finally being molded to what America is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the important part to me about Jayla. Um, but the next things that were just so phenomenal to me, and I looked at this as a deeper meaning, when Michelle pointed to Kamala, mm-hmm. and when and President Barack Obama gave him his his look, let me let me, let me sit, let me back up. When First Lady Michelle Obama, Auntie Michelle, when she pointed at Kamala, and when President Barack Obama fist bumped her, that moment to me as a black person was so significant and I know people saying oh you know well they were just congratulating her and I'm like but it's more than that you know because 
it reminded me back of the times when our ancestors could not speak in front of the slave owners and the masters. So they had to use songs and codes and hand gestures. Back in the day when they had to do those type of things to pass messages to each other because they couldn't talk openly. Um, They couldn't worship openly, you know. And it just reminded me in a sense of that is like, because, and I say that because he he openly came out and told, you know, Joe Biden, it's your time now. But with Kamala, it was fist bump, like I'm passing the torch to you. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and Michelle telling her, girl, you got the juice now. You better take it and you better go. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, it was one of those... No, they might not have got it, but we got it. You know what I'm saying? We understood what it means. And so I was that was something that just did my spirit so well to see that too. Um, and lastly, but definitely not leastly, uh, well, hold on, leastly first, yeah, but hold on back up before I mess that word up. Um, (laughs) I already did, but go ahead. Um, I do gotta back up a second and talk about, uh, Auntie Michelle did not come to play. She came to slay in that outfit. Okay. Um, I have never been just this over individual for red, but girl, I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna go match that. I think that's maroon. Is that plum? Is plum. that mm-hmm. got plum on? Is that plum? I'm getting plum. I'm getting plum. Yeah, I, I I was like, and, and kudos to Sergio Hudson who designed yes, not only baby. that outfit but Kamala's evening outfit uh, for the celebration later on that night, sir, sir, sir from South Kakalaki, sir. When I figure out how to pay for you, <laughs> I will <That> be there. <laughs> that, I, that, don't give me a discount, cause baby, you earn every penny. Let me tell you every something. Damn penny. Um, Auntie Michelle came up on that inauguration day like, mm-hmm. Who run this bitch? Okay. <laughs> Baby, when I tell you they stepped out and I <sighs> love they made a meme. It was like in the cartoon. It was like Black Panther. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Black Panther and, and Storm. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, I be damned. Yeah, X-Man, I, what we done with X-Man? Yes, man. I said, you, y'all better come in here and show people how to do it. You Is better this Avengers Part 4? Like, what the fuck? You okay. better. And one thing about Bush, he gonna find Michelle. Okay. Yes, he is. And I don't care what anybody say. I'm sorry. That is the cutest thing. Regardless of how you feel, regardless of, you know, it's just a friendship, though, that we have... Even if it's just a social friendship, okay? Like you don't know nobody else in the room, but you know that both of y'all go to the same school. Y'all work at the same job. Y'all see each other at the same damn grocery store. So you're in a room full of people. And it's just like, I don't fool with none of these other motherfuckers. But hold on, because when me and that one link up, wherever we see each other, Maybe not even on a personal basis, but I know we're finna. I'm going right over here. And that's what it reminds me every time I see these pictures of them being around each other. Even when, even when it's, it's something as simple as, I'm gonna pass you some candy. It's just like, who wouldn't smile at that? And yeah. you know, just sitting there saying, this little old white man is so adorable. <laughs> okay. It's so cute. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes, you are right. I, I promise you. I um I adore their friendship and I'm so glad. You know, because I'm being honest. All, all of us who are of a certain age were old enough to either vote for um Al Gore were doing Al, you know, Al Gore and Bush when they were running together and um, And when she's a certain age, y'all, she ain't talking about my age. You know what? Just what we know about it. Throwing it out there. Uh, I know the name. Or, <laughs> or we or we know about it. You know, and during that time, many of us, many, many of us, um knew or felt that Bush had stolen the election from Al Gore. I'm not gonna get into the, the debate about that part, but that's just it is what it is. That's what it was. Yeah, that's the election um, lost around the world. Yes. So it was, you know. So many people always had a high disdain for him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, especially black people, because he was just a token white man. I mean, he come from Texas, which is a southern state. He spoke you like a red man. You know, it was just we many, many people low bush. And I when I say that I feel that Michelle has given him a new lease and lot on life within the community. Um, because the fact that he not only did she embrace him, but he embraced her. And it made you feel like, you know what? If this man over here, who we felt like before Trump was not was public enemy number one too, you know what I'm saying, can sit here and show human decency and formulate a a bond and a friendship with this good black woman over here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what what did we fall into with Trump? You know, okay, but. Nevertheless, I, th- that's why they're. That's one reason to me why their bond is so cute. Like I feel like he is just one. He is one paper plate away from being invited to the cookout. Uh, Not the paper plate. <laughs> one paper plate away, girl. One paper plate and one solo cup away from being invited <laughs> to the cookout. I, but she, but well, she might get me in. She might get a bit. Michelle might get a bit. But I, I think that their friendship is really genuine and really cute. And um, I, I think that he truly, honestly, you know, loves her and adores her as a person and as a friend. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but, Miss Amanda Gorman, my God in heaven, that piece spoke to me. What she... The entire piece spoke to me. There are certain parts in there that resonate with me more. Oh yeah, but but the entire the piece in its entirety just spoke to me. I mean, just from it encompassed everything we've been through in the past, and then so eloquently summed up what we went through these past four years um, and a couple of months and a couple of months, and so. You know, and also spoke to such a bright future. I love so many, but I just want to stress the ending of what she said. When she said, when the day comes, we step out of the shade, aflame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it. 
It's only we're brave enough to be it. Mm. Baby, mm. I got chills right there and just reading it. Mm. All up and down my mm. arms. Mm. Mm. It just spoke to so much hope. And the fact that she is 22 years old. That's it. And she has such an outlook on life. I was so proud of her. I was proud. Like, I I felt like we was at a Black Lives Matter pump it up rally. I don't know what you want to call Like, I was so, that day, I was like, I was so proud to be Black. If there wasn't no other day that I was proud to be Black, I was proud to be Black on that one. Oh. Because she, as a young Black female, that piece, her words, the meaning, the depth, the way she said it, her poise, her elegance, her intellect. I, mm, mm, mm. Kudos to her. Kudos to her parents, her mama. You know, just she is the epitome of the of the great black hope, the dream. And if that is the type of person that we can see coming into our future and taking over, then I am feel I'm feeling comfortable. You know, I'm feeling comfortable because sometimes we we feel like this is generations is coming is a little lost. But then you have the Amanda Gormans of the world mm. who show us all is not lost. <laughs> Girl, Whew. you better say it. You better say it. Yes, yes. So I would say um, we talked about our, you know, the inauguration itself, and you know our, our the good points about it, and you know our thoughts about the incoming or the now not incoming the now in administration. So. What are some of just a couple of your expectations that you hope are accomplished by this administration? You you want me to be for real? Uh, no, look, no no student loans would be nice. I'm just saying, put that out there. Um, they want to just you know kind of jump on that. Um, no rush, but a rush. Look, no, amen. Look, I'm what you want. Nope. Now I will say this: they have been delayed again to September 30th. So hopefully by September 30th, they just say, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Just, just, it's fine. Don't even panic. Just fine. Because I got a good 61k that they can take. I'm just saying, you know, that'd be nice. But. Some they go get my eight and nine, Katie. I, I'm telling you, like it just just throw it in there. It just can you go ahead and wipe that so I can go ahead and start over and get my master's? I'll pay that one. I'm a promise to pay something I ain't taking yet. I was like, I ain't taking the shit out of myself, I, but I will. I'll pay that one. Y'all, y'all take this one. I'll pay that one. I promise. I promise y'all pay that one. Let's do a two for one. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. This, you can take care of this half of the bill, and I'll take care of the new one when it comes. I got you. Next one on me. 
but <laughs> oh shit I'm dumb as hell sorry y'all I'm look, so sorry look, I'm try- I look at my student loans sometimes and be like you know what I, I be peeking I don't need it no more I be peeking I like is it can still there it I swear can we can I trade the degree back in I don't really need it no more <laughs> I, I, it didn't do me a whole lot of good I mean I got the job now so I mean you want the plaque do you want all the papers with it like, how do you want this? I mean, it's got gold. It's got a gold brown. Like, I picked out the border, but I could change that. It's just a couple of screws. Like, what do y'all want? <laughs> like, can I trade it back? Pretty can sure. Call? Can I trade I'm telling you, that's how that works. Like, I'm pretty damn sure that it says when you don't pay for something, y'all supposed to come repo shit. I'm trying to give it back. How does this work out? That- Come, come, come get it back. Like, I swear. But, you know, honestly, all jokes aside, like, honestly, I really feel, I'm glad that they're already stepping up and stepping in. I'm glad that, and there's a lot of stuff that I didn't even, and this, y'all, I don't mind putting myself on Front Street, y'all already know. Like, I didn't know that the United States was not a part of so much shit anymore. <laughs> and so it was like, we're back on the board up. And I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> when did we stop doing it? <laughs> like, what the hell? You mean to tell me out here, like, United States really been fine solo dolo? We had no friends? No. Shit. I felt comfortable. <laughs> I was way too comfortable. Because I'm, I'm sitting there like, this is amazing. And I guess it really does speak to the fact that you know, for one, when you're not really paying attention and how easily they can slide things around. I'm not talking about, oh, just I'm going to give y'all a stimulus check and y'all just going to ignore some things. This happened over the course of years. You know, mm-hmm. this wasn't just during the pandemic where you were more worried about this. So one thing that I re- really would like to look forward to this with this administration is... A restorative measure and i'm not saying this whole oh we're great or we were america was ever really great god that was stupid but what i'm saying is let's get that balance back there's always going to be evil in the world we cannot do anything about that this there's always going to be evil in the world but there's a level of balance that we had before that i think was truly lost there was a level of of containment there you go uh, girl there was a level of containment that that allowed the the scales to be balanced and mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing that I'm looking forward to and I'm with you on that I want you know I want decency over power I think power and control started to seep out in the most evil ways and it was about to really take over and it got to the point that the powers that be started realizing that they were losing power and control before it took them to open their eyes and see that this country was on a downhill slide Mm -hmm. you know um of of, of usurping the democracy that it was founded on 
Now, and I know people say, well, you know, we two black females, the democracy wasn't founded for us, and that's right. But we here now, and it is now, and that's what it's supposed to be. So, doggone. I like untamed answer. It was so long and eloquent. So, let me break this down to some of (laughs) y'all. Let me just sum up her answer, and then I'm going to allow her to continue. Fuck y'all. That's what. That's that might not be what she's what y'all heard, and I I, I adore that. I really do. But please understand. That's what that's what like that's what I would have said. I said the same thing. See how easy that was. She she said the same thing that I was saying. Yeah. Just for those that may have just caught missed the subtext, I was helping. That that's it. I'm sorry. She. She read the grass, yeah. y'all. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, some of them heard that and was like, but, oh. You know, oh, okay, got it. You got, got it. Got you. Got you. So, I'm like you. I do want them to do something about, you know, the student loans, but the overall financial crisis, because we have so many people who have lost businesses mm-hmm. and jobs or are living paycheck to paycheck because of reduced work hours because of the pandemic. Um, so we really have to, you know, I feel like, and I hate to say it, but it's the truth, but money is the root of all evil. And when a lot of people start not having money, a lot of crazy stuff start happening. Um, very you know, true. So very true. We need to get, we need, we need to find some kind of way to restore these, to restore these financial pockets right here. So we can keep, start working on that balance, you know, um, so, you know, I, I that's my hope. Um, those are my first two hopes. But everything that they promised in their campaign and in their campaign package, I do hope that they're able to implement it. I hope that Congress will be able to work as a bipartisanship, which y'all bipartisan mean basically just work together, Republican and Democrat, to implement, you know, things that are going to be best for America mm-hmm. as a whole and not one side or one, you know, or one demographic. So, as a whole. Um, but I do feel like, hear me clearly, that when they do implement stuff, it needs to be something that's beneficial to the black community first. And I say this because if you fix some of the issues that are going on in the black community, it's going to help everybody mm. else. Because black people ain't gonna get nothing above what you gonna give somebody else, and that's guaranteed. So if you help us, it's no. You gotta ask people. Rachel. Ray, um, not Rachel Ray. Shit. So sorry, Rachel Ray. So sorry. <laughs> was not Rachel Ray. What was that girl's name? Rachel. There we go. Out. Thank Is you. That who you talking about? Thank you. Because she damn sure thought that there. You know what? That's that's not even about this segment. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh hell, she did. She benefited. She greatly, greatly, greatly. She benefited greatly off of the black plate. Okay, Mm-mm. so probably I mean, more than her counterparts to, for real. Like, honey, more than black people for real. What you talking? Uh, but uh, you know, and it's true because hey, even with affirmative action, if people sat down and really knew that the front of affirmative action nowadays helps white women the most right now mm. they would they would be surprised like because it doesn't it was created to help 
you know, black people be able to be in schools and jobs um, where they were looked over because of their color. Well, now, but it was written towards the minority. Well, in a lot of workplaces, the minority person now is the white woman. So the white women are actually benefiting from affirmative action now more so than black people. So, like I said, again, <laughs> things that you set up for black people will absolutely be beneficial. But for- in the, oh man, I really want to dive into something on that because you really sparked something. But we'll wait because I really want to. Goodness, girl, girl, you went right, I right am. I, I'm about so I to. That, that's all that's going to happen. Okay. All right. All right. My bad. Go ahead. Go. Ahead. <laughs> Don't write it down. But. You know, we have talked about inauguration and we have had our fun with it. Um, I want to say best of luck, <laughs> you know, dealing with the bipartisanship between the Congress and the presidency. Um, I hope that they do all put on their mature hats and do what needs to be done. I want to say congratulations to President Joe Biden, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, um, and all of the senators and House of Representatives who won their seats, even the ones that I didn't vote for or would not have voted for if I was in the state, but still, you got it. I hope you do well with it. I do want them to send some Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia for, but um, throw that out there. Another conversation. Yeah, I'm throwing that out there, but another conversation for another thing. Um, <laughs> because she a mess. But anyway, um, but I have enjoyed this conversation. I was glad to be able to talk about it. I was glad that it went off without a hitch um, because that's what I was most afraid of, that it was going to be something that popped off. I was laughing it. when the ex-first lady couldn't get in that damn car fast enough. Like, this is over. <laughs> Fuck all of this. I ain't got to do this shit no more. I ain't got to pretend not to want to hold your hand when I didn't in the first damn place. Whew. Okay. Yeah. yeah, she left him standing in the wave and she sure did. Um, <laughs> but... But, you know, um, but yeah, it was a great day overall. I enjoyed it. And I hope the spirit of everything that transpired that day flows over the next four years so they can be able to get some stuff done. Um, But anyway, so now that we are at the end, I want to give you some time, Miss Timeless V, to tell everybody how they can reach out to you and contact you. Um on social media or whatever else you may be. Mm. Okay, so you can actually follow me on Instagram, Timeless Everything. You can follow me on Twitter for that is the number four ever timeless. And of course you can follow me on Facebook. Um, Facebook page is Timeless V. Uh, I think that's it. That's it for me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Diamonds After Dark. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Y'all, I'm going to get it together. Diamonds After Dark Facebook page. Go like that, please. And then, of course, you can find us on Twitter. Diamonds After. We're working on that. But it's right now, it's just Diamonds After. Apparently, Diamonds After Dark is too long. So it's just Diamonds After. Follow us by all means. Um, yeah, now now I'm done. Now I'm done. I promise. 
Yeah. <laughs> now she now she done. Yeah. So we gonna next time we gonna you know add something to our brown liquor so we can get our lives. It won't be the night. Because <laughs> apparently it won't be the night. So apparently uh, straight brown liquor is not the thing that we need. Okay, to I'll be on clear. <laughs> well, she gonna be on clear. I'm just gonna have to add some soda or something, man. I don't know. But some sweet tea. Ooh, sweet tea and bourbon. You know what? Never mind. I that that right escalated um, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded like, like a lush. They're like, okay, she's she over. But I am going to give my um, contact information, you guys. I am also untamed on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and on Clubhouse. And if you are an author and you would like to be a part of my other podcast, which is the Get Caught Up podcast, where we do author interviews and write a Wednesday tips, please make sure you are following Untamed Publishing on Facebook, Untamed Publishing LLC on Instagram, and Untamed Pub on Twitter, and also the Get Caught Up podcast on Instagram and GCU underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, that is all of my contact information. I finally was able to get that all out in mm-hmm. one Because I would have passed out, oh. but go ahead. <laughs> but you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And I tuning in that. to Diamonds After Dark, Brown Liquor Talks. I am your host, Untamed, with my co-host, Timeless V, and we are Diamonds After Dark. Turn this shit up because I don't like to yell. I prefer to chat and whisper so I can make sure you're listening because this shit here will not be televised. Enough respect, big ups and R.I.P. to the mighty Gil Scott Heron, the grandfather of it all. Much love to Smith, the money kid and Black District for letting a queen swing and do our thing. Sipping on my favorite green tea, letting the vibe move through me. You know how I do. Knowledge, prophecy, reality. Actuality, 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 foolishness, foolishness and trickery, trickery East-West East rivalry, rivalry, Babylon, Babylon fuckery, fuckery, all fighting all for space, space in my head. my head. Take another Take sip, another slow and, and easy. easy. Flip the switch, Flip the switch. Push, the push the button. The boob tube, the boob tube is, now is now engaged in 3D HD in your living room. Your eyes are bleed, baby, so step away. Travel inside, cistern. Open your third eye, summon your zen. Because the truth you seek will not be televised. It's been said before, but ain't nobody caring what the fuck you all want from me. The louder I scream, the number you get sitting in front of that motherfucking TV set. Cause what you need to know to survive, to stay alive, to remain relevant, to become intelligent, to stand on your own, to have pride in your tribe, sure as hell ain't gonna be televised. They will steal your time, fill your time with bullshit, sprinkle with, with fruity, fruity pebbles, pebbles torn by torn Neutrogena, by skin that looks skin 20 that looks years younger, younger, who the, the fuck, fuck are they kidding, while they fill your belly to the brim.
brim with hellish tales of somebody named Bumbu and a bunch of backward millionaire hicks. And let's not forget those women who call themselves housewives, famous for no reason except bad manners. Cereal ain't nothing but a drug disguised as sugar, fronting like a well-balanced breakfast with a daily dose of all your vitamins and minerals. GMO is what that is, and now that shit has hold of more than three million kids hooked like they're on heroin just so they can dose them up with Ritalin. Relax that dark and lovely hair so you can feel like a white girl. Fry your skin under that orange neon light so you can look like a black girl. It will change your life. Have you running along empty sandy beaches, watching romantic sunsets, dancing in the streets, having men and women falling at your feet while you watch your hair fall out. See your belly swell with benign tumors, skin peeling like an overripe banana. Freckles become cancer. They wouldn't lie, would they? Every motherfucking day of the week, my dears. But you don't remember how to recognize truth. Because it's not running in syndication on 234 channels, 24 hours a day. The truth cannot be found streaming on Google, Firefox, or Internet Explorer. The truth cannot be downloaded in a free app for your mobile phone. Because the truth will not be televised. It cannot not be ordered on HSN, QVC, or shop till you drop, can't afford it. It's a piece of shit merchandise made in a country where men, women, and children starve and burn for you to have the latest and the greatest. You cannot order it for a 30-day trial period with a fake money-back guarantee, shipping included. You cannot ask your doctor to prescribe it to you to help you with your depression, bloating, indigestion, migraines, lip dick, dry crotches, aching back. Aching legs, sagging skin, or red eyes. Because the truth will not be televised. If you heard it on broken news at 3, 4, 5, 6, 9, 10, 30, or 11, it wasn't truth. It was reality TV. Benghazi, you believe all that? Hurricane Sandy, you believe all that? AIG, you believe all that? Bernie Madoff, you believe all that? Government shutdown, you believe all that? Voter ID, you believe all that? Pope quit his job, you believe all that? Eric Snowden living in Russia, you believe all that? Busting bombers from the Ukraine, you believe all that? Trayvon Martin, Jordan Davis, Marissa Alexander, stand your ground, you believe all that? Naval Yard shooting, you believe all that? Then you haven't been listening. The truth is lies. The truth is happening right the fuck now. And you best believe it starts. It will not be televised. Dot, dot, dash. Did it dot, dot, dash. Damn if I know. Yeah. Welcome to the radio revolution. It will not be televised. We broadcasting live right here. This is why I say it's the ballot or the bullet. It's the ballot or the bullet. Liberty or it's death. Liberty or it's death. Freedom for everybody. I choose freedom. From Martin Luther King to Rodney King. Next is me. Smiths on the young black king. My aura's like the African Sphinx. My dialect break down your African links. I'm from God, nigga. See, I ain't nothing like y'all niggas. Ain't nothing like y'all niggas I'm more like Ethiopian drug lord niggas 
My halo's transparent I come from a planet where angels turn devils Man, you can't trust friends Get your hands out my pocket, shit That's the same way they got Malcolm Can't brainwash me Bulletproof balconies Hand on the Bible with a rifle Screaming G-O-D Every day dance with the devil When you're young and you're black Yo, death will come to you to make you a target Hard to survive through the poverty We all know drugs boost the economy It's all technology They can't fool me, though Chains in the minds, catching cases for crimes, trying to survive. Just trying to feed our families, man. Trying to build more nations, man. Imminent war, we live for the cause divided by man made laws, sending under God's laws. Worn under the moon, praying to the stars. Fighting for the culture, praying to the gods. For mines like Huey P. or Geronimo Broken homes is like a domino Affect your blood for my respect We kings gotta protect and pass on them jewels If not, we the misguided fools Can't be that man. Passing on them jewels and when kids too So the future know the rules Rules to a bye-bye Kids can't be no more statistics Caught up in the bullshit